Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. It's hot as hell in Texas, but the takes are lukewarm. It's the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. Come on in, folks. The takes are feeling just fine. I'm your host, Don Denham. It is good to be back. I've been taking a bit of a hiatus, had a lot of things going on, so I appreciate my fellow podcast brethren that have been picking up the slack with me today. As always, my fellow Mavs fan for life, my bro host, Ruben Tomas, also known as at Reddit Mavericks. How are you today, sir? I'm good. No hangover, so that's a blessing. Absolutely. Blessing and a rarity. So uh, consider who we record this on Sundays. Yes. Uh, speaking of rare hangovers, we got Mr. Tim Beamer at Ultralight Beam. How are you, sir? Rage, because I see and uh, we can see each other. So I see that Ruben actually has shit. Should I not say your name? You can say my name. It's fine. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Ru- Ruben. Ruben. Yeah. We, I see that Ruben actually, I forgot about the Pegasus lacrosse jersey. And I oh, yeah. Forgot, yeah. I forgot those existed. Now I'm just seething with jealousy. So I'm going to be <laughs> angry at you this entire podcast. Too bad. Government name out of fucking anger. <laughs> <laughs> Well, folks, this is going to be more of a relaxed fit episode, uh, considering, uh, you know, it's the off season. Um, is there any important NBA stuff happening right now? I mean, you know, uh, USA lost against Nigeria yesterday. That, that was, was good. Yeah. That was um, hilarious. My, my favorite prospect, <laughs> Precious Achuya, uh, sent, uh, sent Kevin Durant back to the shadow realm with a block. So that was that awesome. Pretty good. Did yeah. You see his, did you see his Instagram after? No, I did not. He, he posted a picture of it and it says, uh, you're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. I was like, oh my God. That's wishing. <laughs> He's These kiddos. Oh man. Wishing for 50 <laughs> on his head next season. <laughs> no. I think Kevin Durant is just going to, he's going to find a way of getting two balls in play <laughs> during the next <laughs> Miami Heat just so he can dunk twice on them. That's going to be great. Oh yeah. So, I mean, I mean, that was just an exhibition game, thankfully, but I mean, I don't know. It's pretty clear. I think there's a lot of times uh, with some of these international games that, I mean, it's just clear the guys are phoning it in. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I wonder if they're just going to hit that next gear or if was this just a, I don't know. It seems like this, this team was kind of shoddily thrown together. It does like the, the, the roster itself for USA Olympics doesn't make a ton of sense aside it, from just like, we just yeah. know who their names are. It's it's like that every year though. Like since like '92, I feel like it's just like yeah, since and like 2008, team. and since like 2008, it's like okay, whoever the fuck like wants to come on, come on, as long as you're like an all star, <laughs> like just come come right. play with us. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, were there any snubs from the uh, Olympic Games that you guys actually felt like? Well, why is this guy not playing? I you know what, man? I really thought they would. Pro- I really thought they would like you know invite Trey Young and Zion. Yeah. You know, I thought those are two guys where I was like. Like Trey Young is a is a playmaker. <laughs> like you know, they, they mm-hmm. don't have a fucking playmaker on this team. <laughs> like, right. There's no true point guard on this team, so it's like ah, like y'all probably should have you know. <laughs> we should have someone that passes these scorers the ball. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, like because it was like a lot of ISO, and I was like, bro, this is like, 
you're this is on like national this is on tv bro like they're airing this live like for people to watch like you're about to get your ass beat by precious achula and like a couple of guys like in euro league like what the fuck are you doing well why not john morant or somebody like you, you know why not one of these younger point guards that have been lighting things up you know i don't know i think they have like a, i think it's weird because like it's like they have like the select team which like the younger mm-hmm. guys mm-hmm. um and i think like they basically they bring those guys in to start like feeding in for like the next cycle right so i guess like this past cycle there really wasn't any like young playmaking point guard that they liked i guess i don't know hmm. but that isn't already playing a whole bunch yeah uh well i do say that speaking of playmaking it is really fun watching luca having so much fun with his uh his homeland brethren uh just lighting yeah. up uh lithuania uh who had like you know uh sabonis and valanchunas on there so it wasn't like that was a bunch of nobodies it was just cool seeing them you know drop you know 20 point win on them I'm saying, um, yeah, because when me and Squish are the pod last week, it was just mm-hmm. like, I was like, dude, like, we know we're recording like while the game is happening. He's like, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> fine. <laughs> so if you guys go back and listen to that episode, you'll hear a bunch of like, oh shit, fuck, did you see that? You know, stuff like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, but I mean, that was a... USA's got to be really careful because Nigeria, even small countries, Lithuania, like you just mentioned, all these guys have NBA dudes and like really good players. I think Nigeria had, and I didn't even know this. I think I saw eight NBA players on their team. Wow! So it's like you can't you can't just show up off name and no game and think your team USA is going to roll. Like, nah, right. you're you're playing some deep squads that have had a lot of time playing together, and you haven't. So, man. This could be very. What year was that? Two thousand four ish. If yeah. they don't. Oh yeah. Put their that heads was, on was, right. that, was that the Marbury led? Yes. Yes, old Starbury, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Good old Starburst. Oh man. China Starburst Marbury. All right, so guys, uh, we have a uh, we have a sponsor this week. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, all right, so guys, today we're going to talk about Spotify Green Room. Um, it's a live audio-only sports pla- sports talk platform, free download and to use um, from the Apple Store, from um, Android Store. Um, you can talk to me, you can talk to other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Um, it's perfect for watch parties, uh, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to the breaking news. Um, and, you know, like, I've been on it a few times. Uh, we don't really utilize it too much just because, you know, we're all kind of busy between the three main cast, main co-hosts. Um, and uh, maybe down the line we'll start using it a little bit more, but um, it's also the off season, so there really isn't. It's not the true off season where it's like we have, you know, free interesting stuff going on. It's like the off season where it's like okay, we're waiting for um the finals to be done, the playoffs to be done. So there's not really too much to go on right now, but I think down the line we'll probably start doing stuff. Um, you can follow me on there at at Red and Mavericks, uh, same at as on Twitter and Instagram. Um. And uh, you'll be notified whenever I, if I ever do go live. So, yep. Good stuff, man. Well, I think we're going to jump right into listener questions because uh, it's the off season. And, you know, I got my swim trunks on. I got my sleeveless shirt on. I look like I'm, uh, you know, ready to go to the pool and uh, answer questions from strangers. Yep. And I am wearing, <laughs> see, I am wearing uh, the lacrosse uh, Pegasus jersey that I know someone on this podcast is very jealous of. So. It's good that we're speaking about a visual medium on an audio medium. I exactly. love this. This is very good. Eventually, eventually we'll, we'll pivot. Tim, what are you wearing? Because <laughs> uh, my AC works and it's cold in here. 
Oh, nice. Nice. Look at that. All right, let's see. First question comes from Allison. <laughs> I love this question. I already, I've thought about this last night, actually. Um, you're trapped in a restaurant establishment for one year. You can't leave, but you get free access to everything in the building. Restrooms, food, etc. What restaurant are you picking? So this one was super easy, dude. Give me Cheesecake Factory. Interesting choice. I, I guess that is every restaurant. Exactly. You know, yeah. I, I, okay. I won't get sick. That's as 52 weeks. There's at least like 100 things on that menu. Right. different things on that menu. Like I could live off of that, I feel like. If I could, be. That's a solid choice because I was going to go with like maybe like, like some sort of buffet you know, like just so I could have different options since I'm not just like eating the same like Thai food uh, all day and all year. The only thing I did work at Cheesecake Factory for like three years. So I mean, like part of that's bringing me back PTSD of like <laughs> just a bunch of angry Allen moms that I didn't get something right. Doesn't matter. Anyways, um, I will say though about Cheesecake Factory, like they make everything in house. It's actually pretty remarkable. Like even like the ranch dressing. Oh, really? Yeah, everything's in house. That's why that's why it's all so calorically hilariously dense. Is because ah, like because okay. like they make their actual buttermilk ranch, like and you know, with real buttermilk and like they actually use real butter on everything. And it's just like it's what you would hope like places like TGA Fridays and Chili's do as far as like how they arrange food. But like if you go back to those places, those are just like more or less t- TV dinners or like, you know boil in a bag kind of stuff like most of that stuff is just you don't want to see that sausage be made uh ultimately but like cheesecake factory they do it right but that's also why it's like eight dollars more per entree than you want that was always like the funny thing was people like looking at the bill afterwards after having like a club sandwich and a slice of cheesecake they're like i owe eighty dollars like (laughs) it's just like yep this is what you're paying for anyways i'll you know what i'll piggyback off that i think that's a great choice they got salads I'll do all right. Yeah, I guess I'll. Yeah. But you, Tim? It's net. It's a kind of famous restaurant out here off the Pacific Coast Highway. It's famous mostly because of uh, it was featured in Point Break, and then in the the first, the Fast and the Furious movie, it's where Vin Diesel and Paul Walker like pull in off the ocean and sit down to like. Oh, that guy! I mean, that place. That place. That place. Got it. I just know that if I'm going to be stuck at a place for a year, I'm going to be stuck with family. I was going to ask, yeah, if you're, if you're eating you. there. When, so when you're there, your family? <laughs> oh, wait, that's Olive Garden. Everything in that building, it's a, or no, it's an Iron Man, too. That's oh, what I remember. Is it? And they have great shower, so. Oh. Good to know. Right, let's see. Next question comes from Mavs Estonia. Um <laughs> Your favorite non-Luca slash dark human or alien involved with the Mavs organization? I'm gonna go with Daryl Armstrong just because he's it was one of my favorite players and I and or just one of my favorite like you know rotation guys that bounce around the league. I don't know. There's sometimes I'll just latch onto certain journeymen and like I yeah. just love the intensity. Also, his story is fascinating. Like he yes. was like yeah. uh, he played a lot overseas. He was playing a lot of summer ball and like was just not getting a break and basically just through sheer force of will he just became a starting nba player that was a badass so uh i would go with um i would probably go with finley Mm. you know just because like i have so many memories tied to like that early 2000s you know 
Mavs teams with him and Dirk and Nash. So. Filthy Finley. Yeah, man. Love it. Well, mine is for sure Haralabop. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> he's not with us anymore. He's not with us anymore. I don't think. I don't really? Think. Has that been confirmed? Because I tried finding stuff to confirm it, and I don't. I haven't heard anything. No, so. but no, but I bet. I bet you, if he was resigned, Townsend would have said something. You know, like. Fair enough. Yeah, we got sure. we got the we got the Townsend sniper just yeah. looking over the Mavericks organization like a hawk. Yeah, Towns bombs. <laughs> Who's it? Who's it uh mine's probably actually Berea since he's on is he officially on the staff no not officially but it looks more like he's gonna be coming here it's yeah, like him, so him when, and jet right are gonna be like the assistant yeah. coaches supposedly we're just getting the band back together 10 years after the facts but whatever like, was brewer not invited what happened you only can play I, 11 games does it have to be – wait, does it have to be a person? I would say the banner in the arena because I want that draped over me every night as I sleep gently <laughs> and peacefully. Yeah, the, the, Mavs, uh, the Mavs championship banner as a comforter, I would imagine, would be a pretty pretty good flex move. <laughs> oh, you thought I meant the championship? I wanted one of the Southwest Division champion banners. <laughs> that one you don't mind if you get stains on it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see. Next question comes from Mavs McGee. Um how big a problem are Cuban and his policies in free agency? Whenever Cuban mentions how often he texted Dirk, texts Luca, I cringe. You shouldn't have to be best friends with the owner to be on the team. I don't know. I wonder how much of that is just like, we're just kind of, it's like deductive reasoning where you're just, I think it's, it's, it's deductive whenever you take tiny detail and make it expand into this bigger thing, right? I'm pretty yeah. sure that's deductive reasoning. So I think a lot of Twitter will find small detail that they don't like and then create an entire scenario based on that very small detail where it's probably not that much. It's probably a lot less interesting. Um, and that's, I don't know, when I hear about like Cuban being super hands-on with his players, it's like, I, I don't mind that so much. Um, I guess I guess the thing is that if you look at the results, the only way we've been able to get great players here has been through the draft or through a trade. And we haven't done a great job of retaining them, be it for looking so far in the future that we end up screwing up the team that we currently have. So that's, that's, that'll be more my critique on it rather than just strictly free agency. Um, so we'll see if Nico is, or we'll see if basically if Carlisle and the old front office was what was scaring off players i think we're, yeah. we're we're gonna get that experiment this offseason we'll see i mean who knows i mean yeah and it's it's not the strongest free agency class but there are some pieces where i'm like yeah like i would try to snipe that guy sure well i mean already it's got a couple of weird wild cards i mean i never thought dame would be available and I, to be honest i want him to stay in portland i mean like this as a basketball yeah. fan as a Mavs fan i want to see him in a Mavs jersey but like the fact that that's even a possibility is kind of a weird thing with this offseason. We haven't heard anything from about Kawhi because we never hear anything about Kawhi. Uh, you know, Chris Paul, you know, and even if he gets a, a chip with the Suns, like not exactly a guarantee that he stays with them. Like there's a lot of things that could go. We've seen weird things happen in off seasons. Yeah. So uh, it's been a weird year. So it only makes sense that it's followed by a, a weirder off season. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. You know, like, um, I feel like the Nico hire um, was more of like, you know, Cuban being like, okay, like, let me take a step back, maybe, you know? It I'm seems hoping like, so. I feel like he's going to give him a little more control, a little bit more control than Donnie had. So 
Um, I'm hoping that means that lower phrase stuff, the whole thing about him, like, you know, texting like the players, stuff like that. Hopefully, maybe that recedes a little bit. I don't know. Like, again, like, I don't know. I just like, don't think that that's that big of an issue. And likely, if it wasn't Cuban, it wouldn't be that much of a story to like report on. You know what probably. I mean? Sure. This was him or Balmer. <laughs> I can see Balmer just being like all capital letters. Just, like, hey, Kawhi, you up? <laughs> Do you want to? What, what's the what's the Microsoft tablet that the Surface Pro? Yeah, Surface Pro. <laughs> hey, hey, I got my Surface Pro. Do you want to hang out on the Surface Pro and on, on team meetings or whatever they call it? <laughs> the team meetings. <laughs> he doesn't FaceTime them. He doesn't use any Apple product. He's just always using battling Microsoft products on his players. What do you think, Tim? Oh, man. Do you even Surface Pro? Um, yeah. <laughs> I just, I mean, y'all touched on a lot of stuff. I hope the Nico hire really does like move us away from this boys club mentality at the top of the organization that seems like we've had for a long time now. I mean, you kind of see it with the other team in town, the Cowboys, which is like, it feels like you're in a very small club if you're at the top of the organization and it doesn't trickle all the way down. Um, Mm -hmm. And that hasn't worked for them for two and a half decades. So I, and it got us into a really messy situation with the Mavericks. It feels like, so I just like Cuban can text players. I'm with Don on that. Like that doesn't seem like a big deal. And yeah, he should probably have a relationship with Luca if he's going to be that involved, but yeah, we just, the, the club should be the entire organization, not just four or five guys at the top and one star player. So I'm hoping we move away from that because that's how it's felt, but we'll see. I'm, I'm optimistic about Nico more than other hires lately. Yeah, let's see. Um, I, th- I think the classification for this podcast would be Surface Pro. Like, we're on the surface, we seem professional. Uh, barely, like, barely, <laughs> dude. Especially when Squish is on here. No, it's not. Yeah. Um, let's see. I love you, Squish, for listening. <laughs> um, fuck you. Um, thank you for asking a question this week. <laughs> let's see. Uh, Wesley asks, uh, which pizza chain serves the best pizza? I'm a Pizza Hut guy when it comes to chains. They I'm also have the best. Guy. Yeah, I'm Domino's. They have the Pizza Hut also, I know this isn't the question, but I think they have the best chain wings because they have a sauce that's like sticky and delicious. Which I, if I <laughs> Is ever that the name of it? Pod, <laughs> I don't know. It's I'm not the name splice, of it. It's just how I'm, I'm describing it. That. I'm splicing that. <laughs> if I ever start my own podcast, it might just be called Sticky and Delicious. <laughs> fantastic man, yeah i, I go pizza hut dominoes all the way man their crust is impeccable have any um, of us tried post papa john's papa john's i have i have tried it it's all right it's i mean so, so has Shaq sprinkled his uh general insurance magic on it yet and made it a, a product i'll consider now because it's, Shaq's you know, involved it's it's, it's it's a little it's a little less uh it's a little uh, less racist yeah <laughs> a little less a little less sketchy <laughs> You just can't taste that racism baked into the dough, you know? <laughs> yeah. I did take a bite out of a Papa John's pizza. I'm just like, you know, I don't know if jet fuel can melt steam beams. So like, <laughs> <laughs> I went on to parlor to look it up and it was fine. You took a, no, you took a bite oh and you wanted God. to make all other pieces great again. <laughs> uh, all right, we're moving on. Mappa. <laughs> moving on. Um, Erky asks, uh, if we were able to get any late first round pick, who do you think we should get? 
Uh, I really like uh, one shout out to Mavs draft. He's just doing the Lord's work. And like that, that is the best Twitter follow right now. If you want to look up any, any scouting reports, he's doing an awesome job. Um, one that he showed that he did fairly recently was on Matthew Hurt, the, the kid out of Duke. And that might be the prettiest jump shot in the league. Uh, like once he's drafted, like he, it's just per, it, it looks KD esque. Uh, he's, he's like six, nine or so he's kind of gangly, but like, it is the perfect elbow above your head. It is gorgeous. It is my favorite jump shot. Uh, I think I would be very, very happy if you landed on the maps. So I am, um, when it comes to like drafting and like prospects, um, I literally only listen to Mavs Draft when it comes to this. So whoever Mavs Draft wants to get with the 25th pick, right. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, that's what I want. So, because I have no fucking, like, idea how to look at any of that stuff, like, from a, you know, you know, uh, expert standpoint. So, mm. but you, Tim? Um, wait, what pick do we have again? None. We have no pick, but if we were but to it, buy, like, uh, the 25th pick. Like twenty five. Like twenty five. I was like, that's why this question was confusing me. Mm-hmm. Uh, twenty five. God, we only have Brunson as a ball handler, and I really like Trey Man out of Florida, but that probably is redundant. Uh, I think we need more white guys. So Corey Kispert from Gonzaga. <laughs> it's always what this organization needs. It's a tall shooters of the Caucasian variety. Yeah, but wait, is he a European <laughs> European white guy or a white guy white guy? Well, 23 and me him as soon as we draft him. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out it's like, ah, it turns out he's Polish. It's good. good okay, him. it works. It works. Okay. <laughs> uh, next question comes from Mark. Um, he says, uh, when are we all going to get on the podcast together? Uh, it's not necessary. I'm just playing around. <laughs> um okay mark, okay so i went on mark's podcast a while back uh, really cool dude him and his brother um yeah man uh you know this so it's kind of weird because i know like next week i think squishes out again um and the week after that i'm gonna be out because i have a kid mm-hmm. <laughs> and at that point i don't know like what my schedule is gonna look like you know mm-hmm. um we usually try to have three guys on this when possible um and uh so maybe down the line I'm gonna, i just gotta figure out like what my personal schedule is going to look like it's going to look a lot different once I have a little one crying behind me. <laughs> so, I mean, we'll see. It'll be fine. Yeah, as long as you just put the background suppressant noise, you'll be you'll be set. Great, love it. Thank you. <laughs> I, I mean, does this, does this does this child have a mother? What else is she there for? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh, next question comes from uh, Ryan. Uh, who are we looking to trade for and slash or get in free agency? Uh, we answer this quite, quite often on this podcast. Uh, sure. The answer is always just really good players. Yeah. Doesn't uh, matter who the fuck it is. Like, we'll, we'll make it work. Like, Luca makes any, everything work. Like, I will say Spencer Didwitty might be the answer for a lot of our issues because I think he's a guy that can create on his own. He's ball he handler. does he's a damn good ball handler. He, you know, he could he can shoot it he can shoot it fairly well. Um, I, I think he's like the fact that he opted for free agency changed a lot of things for me. Like it. What about you? I'm Tim? all aboard. I'm all aboard the John Collins hype train. I think that might be more difficult now. Like, yeah, I know he was kind of wanting out and with Atlanta's success that may change things for him. And I think he's restricted. So he's a little more difficult to get, but oh, I just wait. like that. Yeah. I like that athleticism in that spot. I kind of think it's something we're lacking and he's not like really a creator, but, 
do you need that at all when you have Luca? Like, just oh, go wait. finish. So my whole thing is that I heard that their GM was like, oh, shit. Or their owner, the Atlanta Hawks owner was like, oh, y'all are really trying to bring the band back together. Fuck, I didn't think about this. <laughs> so he might not want to spend a lot. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that, though. I mean, it's kind of weird for for an owner to be like, oh, yeah, I don't want to spend. <laughs> like, openly being like, yeah, I don't want to, like, you know, you know, it's gonna be really, it's gonna be hard to retain these guys. Like openly saying that is like, oh, like yeah. doesn't doesn't strike confidence in me if I was a, a Hawks fan. <laughs> but we'll see, dude. So John I just Hawks, hope like you, you can't be. you can't get too keyed in on like massive names this offseason because yeah, right. I think what really hurt the Mavs this year is missing out on Jay Crowder, missing out on Christian Wood, and guys like uh-huh. that. So yeah, like call. don't don't like just follow don't search Dame Lillard on Twitter every day and think that that's going to be a realistic thing. Like, nah, we, we need guys that are going to be our fourth, fifth, sixth best players. I had somebody trying to convince me on Twitter that Zach Levine could just force his way out of Chicago so he could play with Luca. And one of the main reasons why was because Luca has a Jordan uh, sponsorship. And I'm like, I don't, that's a lot of, putting the cart before the horse kind of stuff that just doesn't make any sense to me where it's like one what asset did the Mavs have that we could get Levine like if anything I would imagine Levine's pretty damn untouchable in Chicago but also like I don't know it's just I I I will say that like Twitter is a, a great land of just dumb sports takes because they just feel like well we should do this trade because it makes this team better I'm like all right but why would the other team do that like that's the that's the main thing. Like if I could just give that to to basketball Twitter, why would the other team do that? That's the first question you got to ask with any trade machine stuff. And like most of the time, all, most of these propositions are, uh, you know, they're just ready to move on. It's like, no, stop it. They're not gonna give us Dame Lillard for Jalen Brunson and first round picks. But if they do, I mean, oh yeah, it'd, it'd be <laughs> yeah, great. That's great. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, no, I love turning off the uh, ability for uh, GMs to deny trades in 2K as well. But <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not exactly what we're we're working with here. So I mean, have to sounds, keep their sounds like it sounds like an even trade to me. Has Dame Lillard ever won a national championship? No, no. no. Our guy, the collegiate player of the year. No. In all fairness, he was playing for Weber. So, like, is it Weber or Weber? I, I, I was always Weber. Pretty I sure it's, it's Weber. Weber State. Is it Weber? No fucking way. That's hilarious. Okay. Um, For once, next, I'm, I'm fairly confident when it comes to a pronunciation. Next question comes from uh, Hamza. One um, play can be added to the Mavs. Anyone? Who is it? Um, I'm thinking all time. Oh, all want, time? If I'm thinking all time, I want Wilt Chamberlain on this fucking team. Like no, prime Wilt. No, Wilt was such a he was such a, a a fucking head case. Like he he was just I don't know. Like granted, like a damn great player, but he was a numbers guy. He was a like he really did not want to. Like he did not care about succeeding as much. I would I would say Bill Russell to be honest. If I was going to go that way, because he he does everything else that okay. Luca doesn't want to do. <laughs> like <laughs> can't do <laughs> or can't do. Yeah, and also just like putting the fear of God. Like that's I think something that is underrated with Bill Russell was just like how fucking mean he played in a game of like passive white dude layups, and he's just like, no fuck that, I'm blocking the shit out of that ball. <laughs> like, just like the the intensity he played. It's just, I, it's, I love it's it. It's crazy that he won like MVPs like 
not averaging 20 points. Like 17 points and like 17 rebounds. It's like, yeah, bro, you kind of yeah, just you need to. have to give it to him. Like, <laughs> just give it to him, dude. <laughs> I do think what is very funny, if you guys ever watch like highlight tapes of like old, like 1960s stuff, they're like, yeah. Bob Cousy, America, you know, a, a real marvel. And it's just like, he just dribbles with his left hand. <laughs> right, it's like, oh shit, dude. He could fucking dribble with his off hand. Yeah, he, he could dribble with his off hand. And he, he passes behind his back. A real wizard with the basketball. Tim, if you have anybody. Yeah, I know it's kind of a boring answer to go with someone that was a maverick, but I think the obvious one here is a prime Al-Farik Aminu. No, um... (laughs) It's, uh... Give me, like, that 03, 04, maybe through, like, 07 Dirk. Oh, yeah. Because now he would take, he would take, like, seven threes a game. Right. And just... The the pick-and-roll game would be insane. Yeah, and people like forget because they see like posts, they see like 2011 through the end of his career highlights. They forget the insane athleticism the dude had back Panda then. Hanks. So, like, Panda Hanks' video that he put out like a couple days ago that was just like, yeah, look what young Dirk could do. And I was like, oh, chef, forgot about all of this. Like, yeah, yeah he's posterizing the, the jazz, man. Yeah, Russia was like, awesome. ISO on the wing putting like Tim Duncan and David Robinson in blenders. It's just it's insane. So, I mean, yeah, now, I would yeah. just, my heart would, there, there might be better players all time, but my heart would be so happy if I saw like prime Dirk and prime Luca on the floor at the same time. That might motivate me to buy 2K next year, actually. <laughs> well, Dirk might be part of the cover art. Yeah, he's year. supposed to be, I think he's supposed to be part of the legendary. Right. Legend. It's like the $100 version of the game, which, fuck, okay, I'll buy it probably. I mean, you're already going to spend what? 20 40 bucks in vc just so you can Basically. be a player to, yeah because to we're be, be someone that's well yeah it's like <laughs> like i'm not i don't have time to fucking just like you know grind. sit around and fucking grind my fucking play fuck no dude that that <laughs> stuff it's just like 2k is hilarious because they're like hey do you want to make your own basketball player they're like absolutely that sounds great cool he's never walked before <laughs> so or shot a basketball but you also get drafted first overall have fun. His measurables are great. He doesn't know how <laughs> to use his. Are... <laughs> he doesn't know how to use his left hand. Best oh, of luck. Geez. Now, granted, wouldn't it be a? Wouldn't it be great if there was a way that I don't know? You could spend an extra thirty dollars, and then he knows how to shoot a free throw. <laughs> Boy, we could help you out with that. Oh God, fucking two K. <laughs> anyway, uh, next question <clears throat> comes from Dallas Hoops. Um, they ask. Uh, any reason we know why if multiple people have jumped from the wing ship midseason staff wise? Man, I have no idea. It's so weird though. Like I know, like their social media manager left, which was like, what the fuck, you know? Um, I think like some other people, like when the actual coaching staff left, um, I have zero idea. Wish them the best. Um, wings, if you guys need like someone to help with social media stuff, I'm always available. Just hit me up. I won't cuss. I promise. <laughs> That's the big thing. I know if you were like, oh shit, you cuss. Anyway. That's, that's going to be your cover your cover letter to the application for the job. Yeah. I won't I cuss, I promise. I won't cuss, I promise. <laughs> My resume for that job is I know one TikTok dance. Nice. Which one? Uh, the pop smoke, what you know about love. Oh my God. Okay, we got to have a video of you doing this later for the. You guys might as well be speaking Portuguese. I have no clue what any of this is. Uh, let's see next question. God, that would have been so badass if I just would have started speaking in Portuguese just <laughs> <That> now. <laughs> next question comes from Matt. 
Um, it's actually a really good question, actually. Um, do you think the physics of shooting when you're seven three makes it difficult to find a shooting coach because few people shoot from that height? I mean, the ball—it's not like it's not like the ball ever hits the Raptors, whatever. You know, like, like just chucking that fucking ball. I would imagine finding gyms nearby might be difficult, but I don't know. I mean, like the games are pretty. I don't know if seeing some of the rainbow shots that Luca hits for fun from like the sidelines and stuff. I don't know that those defy physics to me more than like you know, uh, KP's jump shot or kd's jump shot you know and they're still have like still a good amount of arc um so i think the mechanics of shooting the ball isn't really that much dependent as far as your height maybe like arm length might have something to do with it i don't know if that does anything like if that that would affect the physics or uh or like how little you actually have to bend your knees considering like that's that's something that i've always been taught was like your shot should be like basically your your three-point shot should be the same as ultimately like your free throw but just one you're jumping more one you're putting more force behind it but it should be ultimately the same motion so yeah i don't know man that's why dirk had that that weird ass like stance he always looked like he had to pee uh whenever he shot a free throw and that was just so he just didn't bend his knees because otherwise he would have shot long yeah let's see uh next question comes from wash mouse blog um he confirmed that this was Squish 41 in Twitter prison. Uh, and it is a picture of Donnie Nelson in a prisoner's outfit giving beer to everyone. Yes. At a party, it looks like. At a, so. Yeah. <laughs> Not just, just at his house. That'd be great. Uh, oh, no, man. For what I heard is uh, they, uh, they did not treat Squish uh, kindly in that prison. It's uh, just silence. Remember that part in The Matrix where he's just like, I want guns, lots of guns. It's just that white void, but without any of the guns. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just terrible. I figured it was more like the uh, the scene in the Dark Knight trilogy where he has to jump out of the hole without the rope, and that's how he got back online. <laughs> he, like he, every he one is... of his followers was doing that weird chant that he beast. Uh. <laughs> Sounds like the opening of Skyrim. Oh my uh, god! Well, you know, it is very clear that Squish is not the Twitter hero we need but definitely the twitter here we deserve yeah uh, no, thank you anyway, <laughs> let's see next question comes from ollie ollie asks uh, what would we have to offer to get marcus more marcus smart fuck marcus, marcus smart from boston uh, mm, i think it just depends on it looking at what they need they just sent the kimba trade or, or they just sent kimba away for al horford and I, I get they got they sent picks to to, to uh, OKC yeah. right yeah OKC just yeah. had every fucking pick <laughs> like in the like yeah. twenty twenty three draft and we don't have any picks to give I don't think or at least if I we, mean we could it, we could go further off like right the, it's like like two, yeah twenty twenty eight or something yeah. like that um you think they take back Dwight Powell <laughs> probably not probably not um. <laughs> I think I think Jalen Brunson would have to be involved in that somehow. Yeah. You know, I think Jalen's our our biggest asset, our biggest yeah. like, actual tradable asset right now. Like, but that Brunson would be weird. Maxi, a couple of the rookies, or the last season's rookies, I guess, would be like second year players going into this year. What do you guys think about our second year guys coming in? Because I feel like we didn't really see what 
Terry does. And I feel like it, it sounds to me like Green was a victim of Harla Bob's decision making over Carlisle and Carlisle saying, cool, I'm not going to play this guy. Like, it's like literally if it weren't for COVID wiping out half the roster, I don't know if Green would have seen the floor last year. Probably not. And like, I, what I wonder is just like, we need to see what these guys can do and see if they can be yeah. productive I had, players. I had this discussion a little bit last night on Twitter of you can look at Sadiq Bay or Desmond Bain or whoever you want that was like taken in that range and say, well, we should have taken them because they had much better seasons. They would have had Josh Green's season here. Mm, like, yeah, I just don't think it was always, in the cards for a rookie to come in and like compete for a serious job or like, like ever. Yeah. serious yeah. contributing role here. So I don't, I still have a lot of optimism for Josh Green, especially, but yeah, the other two guys, cause we know Terry can shoot. Um, mm-hmm. Supposedly. Yeah. So th- they're just still question marks and like, it's kind of related to the KP thing. We need to see these assets on the floor for them to gain value. Because right now their value is not going to be any lower. Well, and I wonder, like, one thing that I will say that the only good thing about the Jason Kidd hire that I'm remotely excited about, if if this indeed can translate, is that if he can get rub off some of his uh, transition knowledge of how to, like, just run a transition game, a, a run-and-gun kind of game to Luca, rather than the slow-down half-court stuff, if you can give some of that knowledge to Luca and, and Luca uses it, <clears throat> like I think that could be very beneficial for guys like Josh Green and guys like Tyrell Terry, where they can, you know, all right, Green, you're 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 running and gunning, like you are you are a wing slasher, and like you're gonna get easy points as long as you can run and get open, and like then having Terry running to different corners and things like that, and just spreading the, the options that way. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm really grasping at straws, hoping that this Jason Kidd thing isn't an absolute disaster. But like, I'm I'm just trying to be remotely optimistic. And the thing that he did do amazingly was that every time that he went into a new, any transition opportunity was basically given points, considering Kidd had the ball in his hands. So if that's something that Luca can do, maybe that's what increases the trade value for some of these other guys. But yeah, yeah, and we don't we don't need these guys to be stars. Can you imagine how much it would help this team if Josh Green by the end of next year is a 12 and five and just super athletic defensively on the wing guy? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not even averaging double digits, just like guy that can just consistently produce off the bench. Like some guy that doesn't feel like, looks like he's just lost or anytime he's there, it's like last five minutes of the game and no one gives a shit. Like, (laughs) cause that was all Josh Green minutes was him. Like, trying super hard clearly making mistakes and he's just like he's being he's doing that rookie thing where i only have five minutes so i'm gonna try super 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 hard and then just and then just overcommit and then like play out of tempo and play super nervous and it's just like foul a lot yeah yeah and it's just like that's not a judgment on this game i think like he's got the measurables there's like there's a reason we picked him like i don't think he's a i don't know but he does remind me so much of simba uh yeah Justin, just Justin, Mr. Anderson. Um, <laughs> right, let's see. Next question comes from Thomas. Um, with the new GM, do you think we can actually attract new all stars? I don't know much about him. Um, so I guess for guys who don't know, for the guy people who don't know, um, he is a former Nike exec. Mm-hmm. Um, he, you know, uh, was basically the guy that would go find talent and say, Hey, Nike, like sign this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, which I mean, that's that's a big task, you know, for a fucking 
multi-billion you know corporation mm. um yeah i think that you know i think that he is gonna have some um i think he's gonna be good at like, attracting players i'm not sure about all-stars yet um i think that will translate when we probably win a series you know i think once you know with capable players around him it's all yeah i just i feel like i wouldn't say all-star i think looking i think looking for an all-star is it's the death trap for this for this organization i think we need to look for right. capable players that that strengthen luca and to a lesser extent kp's um abilities so i couldn't i couldn't agree more i think like really just acquiring consistent talent and i think like i think someone that has been someone that was more or less acquiring or scouting talent for nike ultimately is what it seemed like kind of like what his job was was like okay this guy's going to be great we need to you know put our eggs in this basket here and uh that he was kind of trusted with that evaluation i think is speaks well and also just the relationships he has with players already seems like a yeah it seems like an advantage uh you know we're really just gonna have to wait and see but it sounds like players love this dude and that's a good thing to have considering we've had a lot of what the Mavericks GM moves have been normally is trade a guy that would have normally not come here and like try to convince them our culture is really great or guy that's been underproducing have Carlisle fix them. And it's normally like veterans that have been playing for five to six years, haven't really cracked into their top potential. And then they do that here. And then they usually leave and sign for a better deal, which is probably what's going to happen to THJ to be perfectly honest. But you know, we that. saw, we saw that happen with Monte Ellis here. We saw that happen with OJ Mayo here. We saw that happen with, uh, name your guard ultimately like there's just a Ty, Tyson Chandler ultimately yeah. um and so uh I think it'll be interesting to see like hey can we establish a culture that that is welcoming new players to come in as opposed to just like hey this is just we're, we're not just like uber professional we've had a championship once we have like this old school like like we these are guys that know basketball you got to come in and buy into our system and so it's going to be like you know, we want the new talent here, you know, hopefully it's a new generational way of approaching that sort of management thing. Yeah. Tim, you got any thoughts? I mean, it's just worth repeating and pointing out that like as much as scouting and basketball knowledge matters, this is like a relationship and handshake. I know this guy, I know that guy kind of league now. Yeah. And so with the Nike connections, like, yeah, I'm optimistic about what this guy can do. Cool. Uh, next question comes from, nope. <clears throat> We'll do it, Andrew, real quick. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Well, speaking of handshake deals, we got one with Spotify Greenroom. It's a live audio sports talk platform that's free to download and to use. You can talk to me. You can talk to Ruben. You can talk to Tim. If Tim made one, I'm not certain. But I am at Don underscore Denim. You can find Ruben at Reddit Mavericks. Uh, it's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, reacting to breaking news, all kinds of fun stuff. Basically, you know, it's an interactive podcast uh, and you can moderate and you can choose who is doing what. It's a whole lot of fun. Um, it's free audio only social media platform for sports fans. Start or join ongoing conversations. You can watch games together, react to biggest news, rumors and games, things of that nature. Uh, all you need to do is download the Spotify Greenroom app free in the iOS or Android app store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NBA group. Uh, we have a Dallas Mavericks group. There's a MFFLs group, a, a Reddit Mavericks group as Twitter, well. Mavericks Twitter. 
Mavic's Twitter group. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, follow me at Don underscore and you will be notified when my room goes live. Uh, and we'll be pro- hopefully going online sooner than later. So. Yep. All right, let's see. Next question comes from Wide Open Miss. Um, <laughs> that's a great fucking name. <laughs> um, uh, it's like a fucking, it's like Ben Simmons. Um, Lillard, Beal, or Levine for Mavs? I'll take all three. <laughs> yes, like, please. That's what we're doing? Okay. I got all three. Um, the answer is yes. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. I think, any, I, think any three, I think any of those guys, especially the first two, would fucking just I think think Levine would be fantastic. I think he would too. I'm saying like they're all great. I think I think you just named them in order, but yeah, (laughs) Yeah. there's no bad option there. Yeah. Let's see. Next question comes from Justin. Um, (laughs) When is the Toys R Us weigh in between you and Squish? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Who's who's gonna do the like? I'm trying to intimidate you, like fake punch or kick or headbutt. You know what I mean? Like Like, he'll do that to me. Oh yeah, definitely Squish. Because on Twitter, like, I'll be like, dude, just leave me the fuck alone. He just, like, respond with, like, a, are you fucking scared of me? Like, meme and shit like that. And I'm like, right. no. Yeah. He, he does, like, that weird thing that Val Kilmer did to Tom Cruise in Top Gun. <laughs> That's meant to be intimidating where he just, like, did just that, that really weird. The weird. <laughs> chomp. Uh, the weigh-in will be uh, when my son uh, is, like, six. Wait, so your son's six. weighing in for you? <laughs> Wow, he's weighing in at 10 pounds. He made weight. He's great. <laughs> also, who's going to break their leg and talk shit in the post-fight interview? <laughs> which, by Your the wife way, is in me DMs! Which, by the way, Tim, that fucking tweet about the podcast thing, I was like, you fucking bitch. Like, why would you tweet this? That was so good. I was like, you podcast. That's so good. Like, yeah, I was literally just trying to make fun of Joe Rogan's podcast, and everyone related it to theirs, and I'm like, oh, okay. We'll just go with it. I was like, eh, you know, it's all season. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> um, just Joe see. Rogan sitting there on the ground as Conor McGregor screaming, I gotta find me Lucky Charms. is just <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> He's getting an air cast put on him. Uh, see. Next question comes from Robert. Um, 42 equals the meaning of life. 41 equals question mark. The meaning of basketball. Oh, that's a really good one. I was going to say the meaning of life to Dallas area of people. Mm. <laughs> Plus, uh, Warsberg. <laughs> and 46 the and 2 of, is the meaning, the meaning of, of The meaning of ball is life. <laughs> no. 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 Uh, one of my favorite, uh, there was a, uh, what was it, it was for Ball Don't Stop, uh, and they did a Carmelo Anthony uh, highlight reel. I'm like, the irony of Ball Don't Stop doing a highlight reel on one of the greatest ball stoppers of all time is not lost on me. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right, let's see. Um, next question comes from Bill. Uh, what are your hobbies and how into them are you? Uh, I, it's like it's like watching like certain shows like a hobby. Like I'm, sure. Like I would say like anime. Like I'm I might be into that almost as much as like basketball. I'm Godzilla mm. for sure. I love Godzilla. Like just like shows, movies. Like I don't have any of the toys because I'm not like that, but. If I did, like I'd probably have a shit ton of them. Is there a um, Netflix Godzilla thing? There are two now. Uh, there's and they're both animated. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a there's a series of movies and there's a show that like just came out uh, stateside. Um, the show is fucking insane, not because of the monsters, but because it's literally super science, like 
factoids, hmm. you know, yeah. and they don't dumb it down at all. Like they literally got actual physicists to come in and explain like how this could be possible. And I guess like the writers just like, okay, cool. We'll That's use all cool. that shit. But like, I didn't understand half the fucking things they were saying. <laughs> I was like, cool. There's a portal. I know the fuck this works. Cool. Like <laughs> awesome. Like, um, I guess besides that, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm really into like the thing about me though, like if I find a hobby, like I'm really, I get really, really into it. Um, almost like borderline obsessed, uh, which is why like when, I, when it comes to, like the basketball, like I try not to be that that way um, mm. just because uh, getting sports mad is really bad for your heart. <laughs> and you know, I don't need extra stress. Like I don't need my blood pressure to be like crazy. So And bad for your relationships. It is bad for relationships. You know, I'm just, so I'm just trying to, you know, like you've seen one Twitter be like, I don't really care like that we lost. It's like not doing it to be like a fucking, I'm not doing it to be uh, annoying. I'm doing it just because like, I just don't want to, you know, make everybody around me mad as well. So, much healthier channel your focus into Twitter trolling. I have found <laughs> there's no stress there at all. None. So, what about where are you guys' hobbies? Yeah, Timmy, you go ahead. Uh, well, this one's easy for me. What does my hoodie say, boys? Warrior hockey. Warrior hockey. What does the hat say? Pure hockey. <laughs> oh my god. And then I'm gonna turn my video around here. I'll speak this out <laughs> later. Those are synthetic <laughs> ice panels on my patio. So I can practice stick handling whenever I get bored. Like oh whenever my I god! A dude. Moment during the day, I just go out and stick handle. Oh my god! Yeah, that one's that one's really easy for me. And I didn't do snipe this city knowing, boys. Yeah, I didn't do this knowing this question was coming. This is just basically how I look every day. It's <laughs> like a piece of Mavs gear or hockey gear, and then like yeah, I'm out on the patio probably annoying the shit out of my downstairs neighbors with different stick handling drills. I can I cannot wait till we make pucks and porters another podcast. I know. I, be, I, I can, yeah, I can confidently say I'm a much better stick handler than Nick Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> fucking okay. uh, fantastic. All right, Don. Uh, uh, I mean, music is clearly the thing that I do. I don't know. It's hard for me to call that a hobby considering I'm starting to get paid for it. So I guess that's more, yes. that's like, that's becoming more the, the side gig. That's a, becoming the main gig. I mean, almost basketball is my hobby. Like this podcasting is my hobby uh, <laughs> that I, that I do on, on the weekly basis. Uh, cooking. That's another thing that I do a whole bunch of. Um, that's guys, I'm if trying. You, if, yeah. If you guys follow Don on Instagram, like every day he has like some something that just looks fucking delicious. Thank you. Yeah. And here uh, I am. Here I am eating my fucking Domino's. Hey, nothing wrong with Domino's. Like... Listen, listen, when it comes to like the time, money, and effort element to it, like I understand why a lot of people don't cook, but it's a it's meditative for me. I really enjoy like you know chopping it or I play a uh, broke dude Iron Chef all the time. Where I'm like, all right, <laughs> what do I have? How can I make a meal out of this? Secret ingredient is an old can of coconut milk that's about to expire. All right, let's figure this out. So, yeah, turns awesome. out you that was do, a, a, go ahead. You should do a show um, that's like the broke boy version of "fuck that's delicious," <laughs> and you can you can call yourself Action Donson. <laughs> Action Donson. <laughs> oh Jesus! Uh, fantastic! Yeah, I. I I know I can I can tell already that I will get uh, sued for this, but uh, it's worth it. I, I... yes, or uh, not uh, not Don Drivens and or God damn it, Don Drivens and Di Diners Drivens and Dons. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good. All right, see, next question comes from Joshua. 
Um, why have the maps historically had problems attracting free agents? Dallas is a good city, no state income tax in Texas. What gives? I mean, culturally, I mean, like, let's face it, being on a coast is badass. We don't have one. Yeah. Like, that's that's a big issue to it. It's also like, uh, we're starting to see this now that people are starting to see, like, why, like, just going to LA alone doesn't matter. Like, that isn't so much that much appealing anymore, considering how many people are, like, going to, like, uh, I don't know, like, the fact that Hollywood's more or less moving out of Hollywood and like going to places like Atlanta and Santa Fe and like there's just different ways of having a fun lifestyle aside from just like being on a beach or being in New York like people are exploring more spaces uh can't say anything about Oklahoma City though I don't think anybody was uh <laughs> I don't think that's right. Oklahoma City there's just yeah uh, you know I think like it is culture like we don't like Dallas doesn't really have its own like culture like when I look at Dallas it's like it's a hodgepodge of just like random shit. Like there's, you know, a term, what's it called? Like $30,000 millionaires. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of those around here. Yeah. Um, there are the actual millionaires, um, you know, like place like Deep Ellum are now like not the artsy like parts of Deep Ellum. Like it's just, it's, it's, uh, I don't know, it's just hard to really, to, to really like get a grasp. I think that if I lived, if I wasn't from here, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be living here right now, honestly. Like, you know, like just, it's not too it's much. Not, it's not a destination is what you're yeah, getting at. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I love it, but I left twice. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, like there's one things where it's like, yeah, you like to come back home sometimes and visit, but like, you know, I can totally see why people like move, you know, yeah. both of you. <laughs> um, yeah. I've been awesome but, uh, currently. Yeah. I mean, but, uh, yeah. And I'm like, Sports wise and state wise, it's a football city in a football state. I mean, begrudgingly, that will always be the Cowboys town. Yeah. And I'm like, when you reach a certain level of income, we have to stop like thinking these guys give a shit about paying state taxes. Yeah. They yeah. really, really don't. Yeah. Yeah. Once, once you're going from like, okay, I'm making 10 million or I'm making 15 million a year to now I'm making 30 million a year yeah you know millions of dollars is really just or hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes or millions of dollars in taxes it's just it's a rounding error you know yeah. that's a and you're like don't forget half your paychecks the way pro sports work do come in the cities and states you play in not the one that your team is based in right yeah so that's again 50 percent of your income that state tax thing doesn't matter and then like there's just so many ways for these athletes these days to <laughs> diversify your portfolio or what's the diversify what's your bonds <laughs> diversify your bonds um yeah there's just so many ways for these guys to like earn extra income that aren't based around just their straight salary for the team that like yeah. that just gets so overrated i kind of sick of hearing about it so i'll talk yeah. about it a little more um yeah so uh you know and that might change with nico coming in and you know having a new coaching staff we'll see new if culture just, yeah if agents start coming here but we'll um, next question comes from Ahmed. Um, ooh, let's see, ask a lot. Let's see. Um, is Demar a good fit for the Mavs? I don't hate the Demar fit, but it's got it, it can't be max money. That's my that's the thing. It's yeah. like, it, it, like I think if he's if he's in a similar pay grade of what THJ was, I would not be upset with that. If THJ is gone and we get Demar instead for a you know, similar price, not as much as how much THJ is going to make this 
this coming yeah. year. Yeah. But for a similar price to what he's making this year, I would not be upset with it. I think he's a I thought he I I liked him in San Antonio. I thought he did I thought he did all right. I thought he was I he, one thing that he always played with was just you know, he gave a shit, you know, and yeah. that's hard to do sometimes when you're playing for a team that may or may not make a playoff run, you yeah. know, and I, I will give him credit for that. I will say that I was pretty shocked at the numbers that my tweet did where I was just like, oh, DeMar and uh, Kyle Lowry are both free agents. Like that could be the friendship reunion that the NBA could really use right now. That's yeah. just a really good story. Yeah. I was like, maybe, maybe the Mavericks and like, man, I, a lot of people were on board with that. I mean, yeah. So if we got like I I would say that if Demar comes and Lowry come like I that would be a whole lot of fun. I know that sounds like everyone's just like oh we're just re- trying to remake uh Toronto. I'm like yeah. yeah, but like that with Luca and what we currently have, I think would be really really interesting. And I think like that's that's the difference there is like you now have someone you can you with Demar you can trust him to get his open shot. Sure, he might fold in the playoffs, but it's like you can at least rely on some production from him. It's not just Luca every night having to get a triple double, you know, 35 point plus in order for us to be in a game. Kyle Lowry can do the same thing. Kyle Lowry does all the annoying defensive stuff that you need. Like, like he's a scrapper. He's, you know, he's an NBA champion for a reason. I mean, he did, he disappeared on a couple of games, but is still produced. And also, like, I don't know, two good chemistry guys having a fun time bopping around in the opposite of Canada. That is Dallas, Texas. That sounds yes. like fun. Uh, you know, I really like the DeMar fit. Um, you know, I, you know, how I know that I would like him is that when um, uh, Spurs Reddit, the guy who runs Spurs Reddit would tweet out, fuck, DeMar is playing because he wanted to tank. <laughs> like <laughs> that's i know i was like okay yeah that's a guy that i want because the guy's right. like damn he's actually playing <laughs> so that's that, that's a good call yeah when you're yeah. anti-team tank i think we're set yeah uh what about you tim he's a good basketball player and we just talked about not overthinking this sign yeah. the good <laughs> basketball player and go. his specialty and you see it in the playoffs with Giannis, Kawhi, chris paul does it um i feel like every team that advanced the mid-range is not dead you see it with luca yeah I think that's a good point. So yeah. I, sorry, apologies to Daryl Morey, but everything does not have to be at the rim or from thirty feet out. Like, yeah, yeah. The he's an elite. Matter. He's an elite mid-range shooter. You saw him hit one to beat us at the buzzer. Signed a good basketball player. Yeah. The next question comes from Jose. Jose asks, uh, "Do you think the Tokyo Olympics is in jeopardy due to the state of emergency?" So, in case you guys don't know, um, they're having uh, a spike in COVID cases and so now tokyo is saying like you know business has to shut down um obviously can be no fans in the olympics and i'm like ah, oh, that that looks really sketchy uh the only thing i could see is that i can see the ioc the governing body for the olympics being like no fuck that we need our money mm-hmm. i don't see them being like okay we're gonna cancel it like unless I- like i don't know like a kd or somebody like got covid and it was like a bad case of covid you know and even then it's like i'm sure they would just like cancel like that event you know yeah i don't know i think at this point we've learned how to do a bubble situation pretty well and the amount of testing and everything i mean we might have some weird i think there are some olympics that will have like you know we have some that test positive and then they you know that'll be more of the same just with international ball 
Yeah, we'll see. What do you, you think? guys are right? The games are going to go on, and just a quick side note: let Shakari Richardson run, you morons. Yep, no question. Please, please. Anyway, uh, next question comes from Dalton Richardson, the Texas Waffle. Thank you, sir. Yep. Um, using food terms, describe how much you hate D Wade. Using food terms, I actually looked this up. Let's see: sour, unpalatable, tasteless, bland. Insipid, damn, stale. <laughs> oh, man. Now that is strictly my reaction to Dwayne Wade on the court. Off the court, fantastic. I would describe him as zesty, pleasant, aromatic. Aromatic. <laughs> um, I so I'm using do. I'm only gonna do on the court. Um, how much I hate Wade using food terms. Um, I fucking abhor onions. Uh, you can ask my fiance. It's 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 a it's a trying thing that happens, where like if I go to if I go like to get a burger, and they put onion on my burger, and I take it off, I can still taste the onion. Mm-hmm. So I just have to be like a fucking Karen and mm-hmm. send that shit back because no, I'm right. not doing anything. Any onion touches, I'm like no, fuck that, no, can't do it. So fuck the jazz, I guess is what I'm trying to say at this point because <laughs> now he's because now he's an owner. So. <laughs> What do you got, Tim? I'm just going to go unseasoned because the pinnacle, like the peak apex moment of his career was him shooting free throw after free throw after free throw, and it's boring as fuck. It's effective because it was food, but it's just bland, <laughs> unseasoned <laughs> bullshit. That's good. Um, Sin Respect asks, uh, y'all still believe in KP? I do. Uh, I still feel like I don't know. The body language stuff bothered me a whole lot. Like he was clearly just butthurt that Luca was just getting more attention and more touches. Like the focus was clearly on him. Um, If you watch old Knicks tape or even old, uh, like the first season that he was really playing with us, it it was just a different intensity. I think if he really does, like if he has a great off season and he's healthy, I really think that's the best case scenario for us. Like as much as I would, I mean, really what we need is for him to have a good first part of the season um, for either A, we keep him and he just keeps playing well, or B, we then trade him at his best value because right now his value is plummeted. Like he's, yeah. no, no one wants to pay him $30 billion for what he's currently doing. Yeah. Yeah, I still believe in him. Um, I think, again, I think it all hinges on kind of like this new front office and – this new coaching staff and the, hopefully a new um, a new uh, what do you call it like just environment for him um, right hopefully that all helps um, and he's like oh shit okay I can still be like the rim running big you know that gets easy points you know but I mean we'll see right uh, what do you got what do you got Tim uh, I'm encouraged by all the things that I see him putting out there about being doubted and him working out so um, I definitely believe in his ability to post more than I believe in his ability in the post. <laughs> uh, but like, we can't forget that this was just a 20 and eight guy on 48% shooting. Um, so like, don't treat him like he's some lost cause, but like, right. yeah, I believe there's ability there. I don't know if he wants to be here. My answer to this question is question mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's see. Next question. Sorry, I'm just... Okay. <laughs> Next question comes from Bibbs. 
at Bibbs Corner. Um, our good friend, man, I, I love that dude. Um, his love own Bibbs. podcast is really good. Mouse Outsiders is a very good podcast. Um, <laughs> uh, he asks, uh, uh, Mosley Orlando signing thoughts. Um, and also, did you see the clip of him playing in the, in the NBL? Um, I'm happy for, you know, I think that's a good, good place for him to be. Um, it's looked like, I think I read from Woj that, the, you know, they're not focused on winning right away. They just want to start developing their players. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a very good guy to have run young players because he kind of gets them. And, you know, I think he's going to be really good for that franchise. Um, I think he, I'm sure they probably extend his contract in a couple of years anyway. Um, I can just see that. Um, as for the Mosley, the video, dude, he is the most, I think he has the most hilarious, um, what do you call it? A, like dunk celebrations. Oh yeah. They're just so, so funny. Great. They're so funny, dude. They oh. look like they belong like before you walk out to your WWE entrance more than they look like a dunk celebration. They yes. like, it, it looks like almost, it reminds me of like when Goldberg would like do like those little, those little weird arm movements and then like throw his arms up and then the sparks yeah. came up or whatever. Like, uh, it, it's awesome. Uh, that NBL tape is fun to watch. It's interesting because he dunks really hard, but he never really gets that high off the ground. No, he, he doesn't. I noticed he, that too. He, yeah, he was like, he was a ferocious dunker that kind of a rim grazer to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it was, it's fun to see him play. Um, All right, Tim, uh, your turn. And also, you look like you're really trying to seduce us. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm stretching because I'm running right after this. But yes, also, the practicing the art of seduction is part of my daily routine. Yeah. Um, well, now I lost my train of thought. God damn it. Um, no, I'm excited for him in Orlando. I think what I've learned about like his relationship with Luca and the younger guys, like just hit play and repeat on that clip of Monty Williams talking to uh, DeAndre Ayton the other night about where his level's at and him coaching him through that moment. I think that's exactly what Jamal Mosley, like, I I don't know much about what his X's and O's are. I'm sure he's a basketball genius because these guys have forgotten more than we'll ever know. But yeah, I'm excited for him to get in there with a young team and see what they can do. God, please give him more than two years because that's not a great roster and way too many teams like don't have anything with, for these coaches to work with. And then after two bad years or a season and a half, just say bye thinking it was the coach. So right. Give him the four years on his contract. I think he'll do great. And just give me all of the clips of him going ham. Yeah. Cause that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Mavs draft, our good friend, Mavs draft, the guy that we've been singing the praises of this, this episode. Absolutely. Um, he wants us to go through his big board and find the two best names in the draft. So I had this open earlier. I still have it. Let's see. Um, immediately, the guy who he has at 23, JT Thor. That is pretty good. That sounds like an all-star like <laughs> player. Like you don't have that type of name and like fizzle out. Like that's right. not, that can't be that can't be another dragon bender situation. Like he has to fucking like elevate himself. I, I like number 94, Justin Champagne, because that just sounds like someone that is trying really hard to s- pronounce champagne. <laughs> oh my God. See, there was another one that I was like, yeah, this is, this is a great name. And like, for you guys who don't know, like, I think I said it earlier, but like, I don't look at like, you know, uh, uh, draft stuff like seriously ever. And 
I just like literally like mouth draft will tweet about a guy and just like say his name. And I'm like, yes, I want that guy because of his name. Like that's it. I mean, Jericho Sims is a really, I mean, I, that's a good know, hook, hook him, but like also it's just, I don't know. There's about Jericho. That's God. What, it's a, it's a strong name, but oh, all right. I'm trying to think of who, what it's just like, man, I don't think like, you know, Cameron Thomas, it's pretty bland. Joshua Christopher. I'm like, you got two of the first like <laughs> two first names. <laughs> Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby. <laughs> I like I like Daron Sharp. That's a cool name. That's a really cool name. Daron Sharp. Uh, what was the one that was like? Oh, uh, Sandru Mamaku. Oh, god damn it, Mam Mamu Kilishvili. There we go. Sandru Mamu Kilishvili. Yes, and for listening, Mama 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 gonna work here anymore. <laughs> and Sandru, for listening, we do not mean any disrespect. No, I know. I'm just trying to trying to say it. Uh, friends, uh, Blazenberg, Blazenberg. I would imagine that's some sort of Scandinavian name. I would imagine. Uh, Jeremiah Robson Earl just sounds like a boring. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, there's two Joshes I've noticed uh, at 19 on his big board. I would be giddy to get Josh Giddy, but <laughs> you're looking at guys in the second round. I think there's primo value getting Josh Primo. Jacory McLaughlin would be great just because I don't think that. Uh, I don't know if, if Neil Brink could say that with as much pleasure. Jacory McLaughlin. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. Yeah, that was, that was a good question, though. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Bowser. no, guys. McCour Maker. Maker Maker. Like, oh, is that Thon Maker's brother? Oh, I hope so. I have no oh, I idea. I think it is, dude. I think that actually is Thon Maker's brother. <laughs> oh, next oh, next year, I'm excited to see where Chet Holmgren goes because I cannot wait for there to be a Chet in the NBA. That's going to be funny. <laughs> That's going to be fucking awesome. <laughs> see, I know, like, the, the, like, the most, like, country bumpkin name. Like in the NBA, <laughs> Cody Kyle. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Um, next question comes from Outdated Frog. Uh, Euros prediction. Answer the Euros are gonna be in about fifty minutes. <laughs> um, give me. I'm sorry, uh, all all the all of our English listeners. Um, give me Italy. I got them just going three zero, bro. Just three goals to none. Mm-hmm. I just I don't I don't trust. I think. England's fallen short like the past couple of decades, haven't they? Like that, like, like forever. Yeah, they've never really. They've, yeah, yeah. Uh, England's proven to disappoint again and again. Yep, it's... historically. <laughs> but no, but uh, and no, Brexit? Really. Are you kidding? No, but really, like I, you know, uh, you know how like people say like you know LeBron had a, a Mickey Mouse ring and all that shit. They almost yep. had like a Mickey Mouse type of like just like run to the playoffs. Like they just gotten so fucking lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, which again is like part of sports anyway but still like right i don't know if they should be here but it's whatever um yeah i'm i'm sorry english fans please don't kill me um <laughs> but uh, yeah i have italy winning that shit so yeah it is it is not coming home you beans on toast eating motherfuckers it's gonna be <laughs> gonna, what a trash food it's gonna be two nothing italy you, you using vinegar as a condiment eating sons of bitches <laughs> And they're called fries, you assholes. <laughs> <laughs> However, I do like crisps as opposed to chips. I think that does better. I don't know. I like the yeah. enunciation. The, the onomatopoeia of that word makes a bit more sense. What's the Austin in you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, so uh, do you have any, do you have a, a final score prediction, Don? Uh, I mean, nil, nil. 
I don't think anyone wins. <laughs> we all lose. We all lose. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, next question is, is it, next question is outdated already, but I'll talk about it anyway. Um, uh, Wilson asks, uh, who wins the Copas? Um, so it was Argentina and Brazil. Brazil won that. I mean, not Brazil. Argentina won that 1-0. Um, I watched that. Um, congrats to Messi. Good job. Uh, you're probably the greatest of all time, or close to it anyway at this point. Um, I would say Messi is Argentiny because he's so short. <laughs> He's very short. He's like five five, bro. Yeah, dude. Yeah, like he, <laughs> he's like one of the only professional athletes that I'm taller than. That's awesome. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, they won. Um, I I think I told him. I think I, I told him in this. I was like, yeah, I'll uh, I'll I'll bitch about the refs, but the refs were okay. I thought for the most part. Um, so congrats, Argentina. Um, that's cool. Let's see. Next question comes from NBA satirist. Um, and he asked this question, I think, because. I mentioned uh, ask, asking us quantum physics questions. Mm-hmm. So I'm very sorry. Um, what if light didn't travel, but only perceived to travel? It depends on what your definition of is, is. I don't know. <laughs> that it, That's just kind of a, I don't know. I think light is like the reason that we can, like confidently say perception isn't exactly reality is because of light if i'm not mistaken like why like because when someone thinks about like okay you see like the color blue right Mm -hmm. like is that and you know that color is blue but are you seeing the same blue as say like i'm seeing blue like am i seeing a completely different color and the only way that we really know that that is indeed the color that's happening not only just like digitally but also we've been able to measure certain elements of light that that is being reflected. That's also where like certain people are colorblind is like, we can tell like which receptors they're not actually seeing and things like that. So I don't know. So if it was only, if light was only perceived, I don't know, light speed would make a lot less sense. Um, Cause if it's just like how fast you're perceiving something as opposed to how fast you're traveling, but also light speed is another thing that's like, once you actually break that down as far as just like, all right, how fast is actually light speed and how far away that is? It's just, it's just so, it's so physically, it's discussing something that is physically impossible and like how to achieve it, but then measuring something from light years. Or yeah, that's the term. Like light years is how long light travels for a year. Yeah. I, I'm still, yeah, I'm, I'm speaking completely out of pocket here. I have no idea what the yeah, hell I'm talking this, about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this, hurt my, this hurt my fucking brain. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not I'll even... Say, you, he, you don't exist though you only perceive to exist which is my counterpoint and mm. the sponsor for all these questions is right here in my hand <laughs> la's first cannabis drive-through the plant the plant 40 percent off your first cannabis order at a drive <laughs> do i love it here <laughs> okay we have three more questions um speed around it let's do it yeah leontine asks uh do you think luca has a personal chef and if not does he need one i am making fun of people who think he's fat <laughs> that's fair i mean like probably i don't know I, yeah I, I feel like i don't know at 22 you can just eat like taco bell and you know oreos and mountain dew and just burn still all of it tw- off still put up 25 the next day like yeah i wonder i wonder how much of his bloodstream is just sour patch kids you know <laughs> mountain dew code red <laughs> <laughs> that's why he keeps i think yeah there is clinical studies that if you do drink mountain dew code red you'll at least have a neck beard damn you um (laughs) 
let's see. Next question comes from depressed Mavs slash Ranger fan. Um, that is a what sad is, state of affairs. I know. What does Squish get at Chipotle? Uh, he gets a burrito bowl. That's all I can say. Oh, you know that for real? That, I mean, that's we've gone uh, to Chipotle together at one point uh, okay, or another. That's that's all that's I can right. remember. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's see. Um, I thought you were saying that's all I can say because like there was some dark secret behind <laughs> it. He also gets heroin in his burrito bowls. <laughs> Baby blood. Like <laughs> you, you didn't hear me, from me, folks. But I can't say definitively that he doesn't ask for the baby chicken in his in his burritos yes specifically for like (laughs) now some people just call those eggs but and they don't serve that there so it is wonderfully confusing last question comes from jennifer she asks uh do you think sylvania has a chance to meddle with Luca, I, I don't know, man. I was watching some of those highlights, man. And like, uh, as much as I'm loving watching Luca take over a game, um, I think Blazic, Blaza, yeah, Blazic, uh, yeah. Blazic is just like, dude, dude's a flamethrower from out there. Like he was, he was just absolutely destroying them from three, uh, the Lithuanian game. So, uh, you know that. I will say, uh, I think is it Tolly or Tommy, God, Toby. Toby. Thank you. See, I'm glad the you're American, here because the yeah. American. Toby, uh, the ringer, <laughs> he is, he is like, he's kind of their download threat, but he's also, he's, he's a stretch five. He's got the dumbest looking jump shot I've ever seen, but that's <laughs> go in. It, it looks like he is tiptoeing for like his release is the dump, like his arm is like straight up. And then just like, it's just the most awkward gangly shot ever, but it goes in and I love it. Like no disrespect to you, Toby, but, uh, uh my my theory is that he picked Slovenia to go to like for this because he knew like Luca would like give him shots and mm. that would that raise the stock to come back to the NBA. Mm. Like I'm almost sure of it. You know, I love it. It just makes it. sense. Like, he's like, yeah, Luca's gonna get me a fucking paid. So, you know what? I'm on I'm on lookout for any of the Slovenian guys coming to the to the league. But also, I really want to look at uh, I want to see the Kevin Love Redemption Project. I want to see if he can actually like if him going to the Olympics and like training with the best because like he's definitely like the weird one. Like which one doesn't go with the other in that entire yeah. roster? Yeah. And I wonder how much of that is just like I want to play with people that are good that give a damn that aren't like 21 years old um, and not in Cleveland. And I want to see if he's just like <laughs> trying to raise his actual value. We'll yeah. see. That'd be good. Yeah, those are all the questions. I don't have much to add to that last question, but if uh, if the person who asked it is not satisfied with those answers, all I want to say is I'm trying, Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Good good old meme. A, fan, old a fantastic NBA meme to reference. After a fantastic NBA podcast, guys, thank you so much for sending questions. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. You can check us out uh, at mffls.com. You can follow us at the underscore in mffls. Uh, you can find Ruben at Ruben, or nope, you can't. You can find Ruben at Reddit Mavericks. You can find Tim at Ultra Light Beam, B E H M. And you can find me at Don underscore Denim. That's D E N H A M, like the pants, but spelled differently. This has been the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. Enjoy the rest of your week. Later, guys.